This is a Neighbors United in Christ broadcast. I come to the garden alone While the dew is still on the roses And the voice I hear falling on my ear The Son of God discloses And He walks with me joy we share as we tarry there. None other has ever Welcome to this midweek Lenten worship service, good neighbors. You're listening to a Neighbors United in Christ parish worship service sponsored by the Lutheran churches of Deronda, Little Falls, and Trinity. My name is Pastor Greg Wilcox. Thanks today to Debbie Tag and Jim Haugerud, our musicians. Thanks to uh, Isaac, who is our recording engineer. And again, this is a recording for our midweek uh, Wednesday Lenten services. Those services are broadcast each Wednesday night in Lent at 6 p.m. I'd like to then continue with an opening prayer. Would you pray with me, please? Gracious God, as we continue our journey in the season of Lent, remind us of our Savior Jesus and his willingness to walk the way of the cross for each of us. We 
praise you that he was willing to be a suffering servant for each of us. Jesus, we come to you on this Wednesday night and we remember all those people who are suffering all around this wide world. Especially we remember the people of Ukraine who are being driven from their homes and their cities, who are fleeing for their lives, who have left almost everything behind as they seek safety in other countries around Ukraine. Jesus, you know what it's like to suffer, and we entrust these people to your care and keeping. We pray that your mighty spirit would be blowing through that country, and we pray that somehow you would work to bring about peace in that place. Bless us as we do this worship service tonight. Bless each one who listens along. We pray in your precious name. Amen. I'll invite Jim and Debbie to come and sing for us again, please. Jesus bids us shine with a clear, pure light Like a little candle burning in the night In this world of darkness we must shine You in your small corner and I Jesus bids us shine first of all for him While he sees and knows it if our light is dim He looks down from heaven, sees us shine You in your small corner and I in mine Jesus bids us shine then for all around Many kinds of darkness in this world abound. Sin and want and sorrow, we must shine. You in your small corner and I in mine. Jesus bids us shine as we work for him. Bringing those that wander from the depths of sin. small corner and I in mine. Thanks, Jim and Debbie, for that beautiful little song. And shining is kind of the theme for our Lenten service tonight, so that goes beautifully with our text, which is about Jesus being the light of the world. We're using a Lenten litany through Lent that goes with the theme of the I am sayings in the Gospel of John. These sayings of Jesus, I am the bread of life, I am the light of the world, I am the good shepherd, and so on, connect Jesus with the God of Israel, who was the great I am, and also say something significant about who Jesus is as he comes into each of our lives. Here is the Lenten litany, if you would listen, please. When we are hungry for more than this world can give us, remind us, O Lord, that you said, I am the bread of life. When we can't find our way and we feel like darkness is gathering all around us, remind us, O Lord, that you said, I am the light of the world. When the challenges of life seem overwhelming and we don't know where to turn, remind us, O Lord, that you said, I am the good shepherd. When the road before us is full of detours and the way ahead seems uncertain, remind us, O Lord, that you said, 
I am the way, the truth, and the life. When our faith falters and the temptations around us grow stronger, remind us, O Lord, that you said, I am the true vine. And when at last we come to our journey's end, remind us, O Lord, that you said, I am the resurrection and the life. Amen. Our gospel text for this Lenten service is from John, the 8th chapter, verses 12 through 20. Again, Jesus spoke to them, saying, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. Then the Pharisees said to him, You are testifying on your own behalf. Your testimony is not valid. Jesus answered, Even if I testify on my own behalf, my testimony is valid, because I know where I have come from and where I am going. But you do not know where I come from or where I am going. You judge by human standards. I judge no one. Yet even if I do judge, my judgment is valid, for it is not I alone who judge, but I and the Father who sent me. In your law it is written that the testimony of two witnesses is valid. I testify on my own behalf, and the Father who sent me testifies on my behalf. Then they said to him, Where is your father? Jesus answered, You know neither me nor my father. If you knew me, you would know my father also. He spoke these words while he was teaching in the treasury of the temple, but no one arrested him because his hour had not yet come. The Gospel of our Lord. Dear friends in Christ, I can remember as a little child being afraid of the dark. I suspect this is a fairly common fear experienced by many children. Although it was a long time ago now, I can still remember lying in bed, peering through the gloom, hearing noises like the creak of a door, imagining what might be hiding in the closet, all while trying to go to sleep. Eventually, I grew out of those childhood fears of the dark. But a little later, in elementary school, I started watching a host of horror movies. Frankenstein, Dracula, The Wolfman, The Mummy. All these movies successfully landed vivid images, images of monsters, almost always active at night, almost always hiding and sneaking and attacking through dark, eerie landscapes full of tension and foreboding. And again, the dark became a place full of the unknown and a fertile breeding ground for fear. I thought that now that I was not only grown up, but growing older, that I had pretty good handle on all of my fears. But I discovered a few weeks ago that sadly that's not the case. I arrived at Duranda on a Wednesday night at about 5 p.m. Kathy Christensen was busy making dinner for the kids and parents who come for jam and confirmation. I almost always arrive early and try to be helpful, but Kathy's so organized and efficient that there's really nothing for me to do except probably get in her way. But I was in the kitchen visiting with Kathy when I saw something out of the corner of my eye. It flew by the big serving window down the hallway. I was alarmed and I hoped it was a stray bird, perhaps a sparrow that somehow got into the church. I went to investigate, and it came flying right toward me. Not a sparrow, but a brown, furry bat. Sad to admit that I ducked and ran the other way. It's a bat, I cried out to Kathy. As we stood in the kitchen, uncertain what to do next, it flew into the kitchen and started swooping around us. 
Neither Kathy or I were all that interested in dealing with the bat, but Kathy at least went to get a broom as I kept a wary eye on the creature. It's probably more afraid of you than you are of it, I told myself. But as it swooped at me again, I decided that no, I'm definitely more afraid of it. Finally, it flew down a hallway and landed on the floor by the exit door. As I considered how to open the door and shoo the bat outside, Carl and Amelia Keppen arrived and Carl calmly opened the door and with his foot nudged the bat outside and away it flew. My manliness was slightly, slightly injured by my fear of this little furry flying creature. But I was at least grateful that it was Carl who rescued Kathy and me and not Amelia. That would have been a real blow. I don't know what kind of fears you may be harboring this evening, but whether we are willing to admit it or not, we all have fears of one kind or another. And in a profound way, fear itself is a kind of darkness. I'm afraid for my kids and grandkids. I'm afraid of the world in which we all live and the possibilities for hurt and suffering and pain for those who are nearest and dearest to me. I'm afraid of the growing war in Ukraine as Putin and Russia invade and destroy Ukrainian cities and kill so many innocent people. How will it end? When will it end? I'm afraid for our own country and the politics of division that only seem to be growing worse. What has happened to our leaders' abilities to debate and compromise and govern? Why is so much political discourse so toxic? And I'm afraid of my own brokenness and sin, my selfishness and pride and lust and greed. In the midst of all this darkness and fear, what are we to do? Where can we find hope? As a little child, afraid of the dark, there were only two things that would help me face my fears. Two things that comforted me and gave me courage, and one of them wasn't a thing at all. The first thing was light. If the door to my room was left open a crack and light came filtering in, that helped a lot. Or if I had a small nightlight near my bed, that helped too. Or if I had a little flashlight I could click on to shine into the dark, scary corners of the room, that helped. The second thing was, of course, not a thing but a person. Mom. Mama, I would cry out in my fear, and my mom would come and sit on the bed, drape her warm arm over me, and the darkness and fear would vanish in the warmth and light of her love. When Jesus says, I am the light of the world, he's claiming two things. The I am part of his statement reminds us that he's claiming to be one with Almighty God, the great I am who spoke to Moses in a burning bush in the wilderness, the power behind and beyond all creation, the one who was and who is and who always will be. And Jesus is claiming, secondly, to be that light and that warm love that can penetrate the deepest darkness, that can overcome our greatest fears. When Jesus, the light of the world, is present with us and we feel his light shining on us, like my mom sitting beside me in the darkened room so very long ago. Even though the darkness and the fear may still be there, now I find the comfort and the courage I need to face them. With Jesus' love shining on you and on me, we can face the darkness and the fears in the world all around us, and the darkness and the fear of our own brokenness and sin within us. Knowing that we are not alone and that the light of Jesus is bright enough, 
to overcome the darkness and strong enough to face any fear. Amen. God answers prayer in the morning. God answers prayer at noon. God answers prayer in the evening. So keep your heart in tune. Jesus may come in the Thanks, Jim and Debbie, for that beautiful song. We continue then with prayer. Would you pray with me, please? Dear Jesus, you said I am the light of the world. We pray tonight for all of the dark places all around this wide world, and we pray that your light would shine in all of those dark places. For anyone listening to this little podcast who have dark corners within your lives, struggling with uh, uncertainty and loneliness and emptiness, discouragement, frustration, even despair. We pray, Jesus, that you would light up those dark corners of our listeners. You would remind them that they're not alone. And with your warm and loving and light-filled presence, you would help them feel a sense of uh, your strong peace. Jesus, For each of us, we entrust ourselves to your care and keeping, and we pray all of these prayers in your precious name. Amen. Receive then the benediction. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord's face shine on you with grace and mercy. The Lord look upon you with favor and give you peace. Amen. I'll call on Jim and Debbie to come and do our closing hymn. Your only son, no sin to hide, but you Sweet.
Thank you for listening to a Neighbors United in Christ broadcast. Our podcast is supported by our three congregations of Deronda, Little Falls, and Trinity Lutheran Churches, our small town churches in Amory, Wisconsin. Our pastor today is the Reverend Greg Wilcox. If you feel so moved to donate, please visit us online at nuicparish.org. That's nuicparish.org. Until next time. Trusting in